Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to The Season Keepers, the show where the only two people we recommend keeping for the season is us. My name's Matt, aka Clean Sheet Wipeout. My name's James, aka SK James, FPL. Good to be back, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm now 30 years old, which is scary, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm dealing with it. I know, yeah, that, that's one of the reasons why we've been away for a couple of weeks, is obviously James had some birthday celebrations, there's been a couple of weddings in between, life just got in the way, and obviously, sorry that we weren't in your ears, guys, and we really appreciate the DMs, you know, asking if we're okay, but uh, we're back, you know, to cover this uh, pretty short game week just gone, and uh, there's lots of updates about our progress, and you know, whether we're enjoying or not enjoying Sky for some of us. So um, I think we just uh, get stuck into it, James. As always, you know, we'll cover off the game weeks, game by game, tier by tier, thanks to uh, FF Stuff's website. Uh, we'll then go into our teams and then um, we can have a little bit of a chat about, you know, upcoming singles and stuff now that we uh, know kind of the, the lay of the land is such up to probably what is FPL game week 33. I'm not sure what match day that is um, for Sky. But yeah, uh, first things first, James, uh, an absolute cracker of a game that I missed because I was in Batman. Um, it started off with seeing the panic that uh, Max Kilman uh, wasn't there. Uh, Rafinha wasn't there. I suddenly had no captaincy coverage. Uh, so I panicked a little bit, made a quick plan whilst I was watching the adverts in the cinema and um, managed to bring in Connor Cody. What a decision that was. Wolves 2, Leeds 3. Yeah, a lot of pain <laughs> in this game. Um pain in all formats fantasy wise for me in this yeah. one and yeah Sar in one team with zero points brought Cody into the other team zero points it's just uh not not pretty and the, the irony is if Rafinha didn't have COVID and was okay I probably would have brought Rafinha in yeah um, I would I would have captained him he, he was my captain um yeah until yeah. obviously I seen that he wasn't playing and then I moved it to to Kilman. I had honestly I hadn't even looked at the Wolves team, which is my fault. I just quickly changed it. And then it wasn't until, you know, I quickly had a scour on Twitter whilst the boring adverts were on in the cinema and suddenly I see the panic and like, shit, you know, there's no captaincy coverage. So I I, I had a quick plan in my head, figured out that I could move Kilman off for Cody, and then it allowed, you know, another transfer at the weekend, which we'll discuss. Um, which did pay off. So I've ended up with having Connor Cody now, and I think he's probably going to stick on my team lightly till the end of the season, unless I've got another plan now. I think Kilman's just become too much of a risk. It's the fact he's now missed out two games in what, the last four. Obviously, we know the the ongoing situation in Ukraine, and I think his mother's Ukrainian, so it can't be easy for him. But yeah, it does seem like uh, Lager kind of wants to take him out of the limelight a little bit, and um, we might see this moving forward as well. Yeah, I think the return of Bolly has played a part in that as well. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, so looking at the, uh, obviously, for Sky assets, um, Strike obviously getting himself tackle tier two there. Dallas, you know, something that we became accustomed to seeing last season, hitting tackle tier. Uh, interesting that the uh, the goals came from Rodrigo, Ailing, and Harrison. I can't imagine many people own those. No, definitely not. Um, even Cock coming off the bench for tackle tier. That's what you what you want to see. Um... <laughs> oh, yeah, I hadn't even noticed that. Um, in the other one, um, I did actually see a couple of people punt on him, and uh, fair play to those that did, obviously, with transfers in hand. A couple of people went there and then um, moved on at the weekend, but Johnny uh, getting himself a goal, shot tier, and tackle tier. 
Uh, there's a couple shout of... Cap- yeah, shout and a half, that is. Yeah. That's fair play. And I honestly hadn't even considered it, but that's because no, I think he's, he's quite short term. Um, I can't... Oh, I don't know, talking to Wolves fans um, on Twitter, it sounds like he's been incredibly impressive since he's come back, but... Yeah, wasn't even a consideration for me, but fair fucking play to those that captained him. I think they came away with yeah. tw- 22 points. Yeah, amazing decision. Um, yeah, I was like, oh, shall I get Sai? Shall I get Cody? I didn't mm. even consider Johnny. So, nope. yeah, fair, fair play to you. Yeah, definitely. Um, moving on then to, obviously, the uh, the Saturday game. And again, um, captaincy oh, decisions. Because again. People, a lot of people, including myself, yourself, Ramsdale, misses out, obviously, yeah. through um, a hip injury. Leno comes into the team, and again, people had decisions to make. Uh, I ended up bringing in Saka um, to the team that didn't have him for the captaincy, took it off of Coutinho and captained him, and thank fuck I did. Obviously, uh, got himself the goal and the man of the match. Yeah, I wish I did the same. Uh, One team already had Saka. The other team obviously had Ramsdale. I moved a defender to Matty Cash, because, again, I I fancied the the Villa clean sheet. Mm. Um, And also he's been quite good in terms of tears recently and also like assists. Um, And in in fairness to him, I watched the game and he was getting very far forward on that right-hand side. Um, Some dangerous balls in the box. I think he might have even had a shot at one point. Yeah. Um, I do rate him. Not not on the counter, but yeah, he is such a good player. Um, But yeah, just didn't, didn't work for him this game. No, and obviously a lot of people potentially on the double up still of Ramsey and Coutinho. That would have been frustrating. Obviously, neither hitting any form of tier. Ramsey got himself booked. Um, yeah, I think it was one of those games. Gabriel just made passing. So anybody that's on him is on nine. I've got Ben White, um, which was a little bit disappointing. You'd see him miss out, but I can't complain about the seven points there. I think he's a bit of a differential, and I just hope that he keeps ticking along. Yeah, yeah, good decision. And then on the. Uh, the Sunday, obviously, we had um, two games in play. Uh, again, there was a decision to be made prior kickoff. You didn't see the Spurs team sheet, but albeit there was the rumours that Harry Kane was going to be missing out, I didn't see anything that warranted worrying me. Stuck the armband on him, and thankfully I did. But the game beforehand was obviously the Leicester game. And again, people with transfers in hand and looking ahead to, you know, potential doubles and um, like single game days and stuff. I've seen a couple of people jump on the likes of Madison and Barnes and you've been immediately rewarded because it was Leicester 2, Brentford 1. Yeah, fair play to those that hopped onto the Leicester assets. It's um, definitely paid off, obviously, in that show aside, but Madison and Barnes, yep, yeah, credit to you, good decision. Um, Norgard not getting one tackle, bit unusual. That was... Very surprised. It's the, it's the standout stat that I saw in this game is the fact that, yeah, albeit he almost got passing to here, but not a single tackle, which is incredibly surprising. Yep, very surprising. That's kind of been his thing this season. So, yeah, strange that that didn't happen. Um, is there anything else you want to add on that game? Um, no, I, I think we'll, we'll come on to singles and kind of attack in some of the fixtures uh, shortly. But, yeah, let, let's cover off this last game and then... Um, We'll jump on and what a game it was for uh, for Spurs assets, albeit Kulisewski, unfortunately, uh, let, let the side down. But it was uh, Spurs 3, West Ham 1. Yeah, brilliant return for um, Spurs assets. Uh, myself, I don't have Kane in either team, um, but thankfully, obviously, I do have Son. So I went with the captaincy 
um, with Son in my stronger team, and I was very happy. Uh, obviously, getting shot to a couple of goals. I think, I'm pretty sure he got man of the match. Yeah, he did. So, yeah, very happy with that. Um, I've also brought Hoiberg in midweek. Um, so I was very happy to see him comfortably hit tier two passing, yeah. uh, 95 passes, Benton Cool on 91. So comfortably hit it. And I thought maybe West Ham might make it difficult for them to get that passing tier, but hit it with ease. I think they're and... just tired, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I think they missed Bowen as well. Um, they're a bit sort of flat up top with Antonio sort of disappointed again. Yeah. Um, obviously, Kulisevsky didn't do anything this game, but he's been very impressive recently, oh, yeah. so I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much about that. He looked very um, sharp. He, he was so unlucky. I think there was one... He, yeah. he, sh- he should have at least had an assist where a son, son kind of hits the strike wide. But yeah, I thought once again, he, he was in, incredibly brave on the ball is the way that I like to describe him. He, just, he, he likes to attack defenders. And he does seem to be a bit of a creator. He's obviously putting chances on plates for the likes of Kane and Son. It was just just unlucky this weekend, but I'm planning to hold him for for now, and um, I'll have, have a review of that potential midfielder slot in the coming weeks with um, Leicester assets to come. Yeah, agreed. Right, so let's quickly touch on um, our own teams then, mate, and then we'll uh, have a look at some fixtures. So um, I'll let you go first. Yeah, a bit disappointing um, for both teams, really. Um, pretty sure they've both fallen down quite a bit. So, Team 1 has gone down to 729th. That has nine transfers remaining. Um, I've still got Trent in my team. Um, I've got Van Dyke, Rudiger, Silva. Uh, the points, I only got 31. So, and 22 Ooh. of those were from Saka. Ouch. So, that kind of speaks volumes doesn't it yeah Um, yes it's not not pretty that week for that for that team um slightly better for my stronger team but it still is fallen down um so 45 points for that team um 34 of those from son (laughs) jesus (laughs) um so he's kind of really flying the flag hoiberg on five um but yeah i'm now sat at 256 for that team when i was just outside the hundredth before the sort of the previous game week. So, yeah. and I'm down to seven transfers. So I'm going to have to be very careful with what I'm doing now. Yeah. I'll be, I've noticed the average transfers has, has been coming down almost at that rate anyway. And obviously with the, uh, the kind of players that were missing out at the weekend, um, I'm really interested to see the latest transfer average before the next week. Obviously we'll probably get it. I don't know if they'll give it to us next week. They usually give it one the, the Thursday or the Friday, but um, they'll definitely hopefully post it before the deadline, at least of the first game. And I wouldn't be surprised to see it probably come down to seven or eight anyway. Yeah, yeah, true. Like, I kind of had like the urge to use them because there aren't that many weeks left and a lot of my team I'm happy with anyway. So it made sense to sort of cover the captaincies. So that's, that's what I've done. Yeah, because there's technically, what, eight match weeks? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, if you've got roughly a transfer a week, I think I think you're in a decent position. Um, for me, I've kind of slowly been making ground again. I'm annoyed with myself because some decisions early in the season basically have cost me any chance of probably targeting that top 100. But I've gone from 1400 to 700 um, since overhaul, so I can't really complain. Um, I got 55 points 
in that team. Uh, 10 transfers left. That's down to 737. And then my second team, um, that's 716th. So I've been catching that one. That's got eight transfers left, and uh, that was on 44 points this week. So I think they're they're reasonably well set. Um, I need to have a look, kind of a, a review of where I want to go and who I want to target because obviously we've now got the fixtures up to um, like we said at the beginning of the pod, end of game week 33 in FPL. Um, so we kind of know the coverage to basically the end of April now. Um, there will be more postponement, not postponements. There will be more rearrangements um, as well as the fixtures that teams are trying to catch up on. So it's probably key to hold a few transfers back, particularly for, it's probably game week 36. Um, you know, standard game week 36 is going to be quite a, a big double. Probably likely to see quite a few single game weeks, game days popped in there. Same with 37. So I think there'll be some targets that we might have decisions to make towards the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, very true. So might pop a surprise one in. Yeah, so, so, so looking ahead then, obviously we know about... Um, I think it's yeah, game week 34 in Sky, which would be game week 31 in FPL. We know about the Saturday fixtures. You know, I think Salah probably the standout there against Watford. Uh, the Sunday there, we've got Spurs, Newcastle, West Ham, Everton. I think anybody that's on Kane or Son, good decision there. Palace, Arsenal was an interesting one because anybody that maybe moved off of a Ramsdale with him missing and don't have the likes of Gabriel Osaka, you've probably got a decision to make. Um, some people might still be on Gallagher who knows but that's a single the other single in which I'm probably jumping off of Ramsdale onto Nick Pope will be Wednesday the 6th of April because this is the point in which Burnley have got a single against Everton on Wednesday the 6th they then obviously play Norwich, Ooh, Norwich yeah. on that Sunday so I think that's probably the prime opportunity if you're going to do it to jump onto Pope yeah, I was just thinking that I was going to skip that. But then, yeah, that's quite a good move to do. Um, I've, I've got Ramsdale in that team. And I, yeah, I think that'll be the move I'll be making. Yeah. Um, and the other key thing about that move then, James, is the fact that we look further on. And at the end of April, Thursday the 21st, most of us have moved well off of Saints assets by now, unless you're still holding a Prousey. Burnley have yeah. another single against Bloody Southampton hell. at home. So I think Pope is going to be very popular. Yeah, because he's the only one you'd really want to have for the other game weeks. Yeah. You don't, you don't really want a defender or a midfielder, a striker. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, Pope. Yeah, so I think, to go. Yeah, I think Pope for me. Um, there's a few others. I think Man United, for instance, have got a single Monday the 2nd of May against Brentford. Most of us aren't on a United asset at the moment, so... Albeit it's quite a way away, you know, you're talking game week 38 in Sky, beginning of May, you know, it could be injuries and whatnot, but it's just something to consider that there are games coming up that we've got decisions to make. Um, and I'd probably warn against trying to spunk your transfers early. Try and make a plan over this international break for what we know. Um for instance, another single that we've got coming up is the Newcastle Wolves fixture. That is one of the reasons why I brought in Cody. Um, knowing yeah, that if, if Kilman missed out, I'd be you know irritated. People potentially are on the likes of Dubravka. Um, they've got a decision because obviously Pope's got the single before, but if you've got Dubravka and no Wolves coverage, 
do you skip that or maybe move to a Gallagher because you want Dubravka against Wolves? There's some quite big decisions to be made on the basis of moves that we've kind of made in the last two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah, there is. And I'm going to have to sit down and sort of get my pen and paper out, spreadsheet, whatever it is I want to use. Yep. Plot it out. I think this is the perfect time for it as well because there are some good singles coming up. There's there's some good weekends. Sunday the 17th is another one that stands out. You know, it's West Ham Burnley. Most of us have moved off of West Ham by now. We'll probably own Pope, but is that the point that you want to jump into Leicester because they're away to Newcastle? Um, and then their next fixture is away to Everton, you know, on the Wednesday. There's only three get three days to turn around, mm. so it's a gamble. One could miss out the following game, but at least you see the lineup for the first fixture. Um, and that might be a good point to maybe move off of the likes of Kulishevsky. He plays on the uh, the Saturday. You could then on the Sunday move on to a Madison or a Barnes. Yeah, um, I feel I feel like Newcastle's not as easy as what it was. No, um, no, def- definitely not. So I wouldn't take them too too lightly. I feel like West Ham Burnley, like a West Ham player, might be more appealing. But obviously, if you've got Pope, then you make you kind of not want to do that. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if 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 Bowen was fit. He'd be the standout captaincy, I think, for that for that mm. weekend. But it sounds like he's going to be out for a while if he's got a fracture in his foot. I don't see him being fit in three weeks' time for that, that fixture. So, obviously, we'll have to wait on news. And if he is, a lot of people might then jump on West Ham. But I think Leicester will, given the fact that they then play on the Wednesday, so, you know, you're effectively getting two fixtures out of them in, the, in that game week, I think they're going to be popular. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, like you, James, very likely to to use the next couple of weeks to kind of take stock, kind of assess where I am, put things on paper, really suss out the moves, and I might even make secondary moves just in case players don't miss out. I, the last thing I want to be doing is have that panic that I had on Friday with trying to work out who the fuck to bring in and what it affects. So ideally, and I mean, James at Planet FPL has spoken about this before, have your transfers in mind, but maybe have something else in mind in case that transfer doesn't work out or it's not available. And yeah, that's kind of uh, my message to you guys to, to end this podcast. I think that's a great, great piece of advice um, because I definitely panic when when my Same. player isn't playing and then you just end up bringing in Chris Wood. That's, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, and then you completely regret it and then you realise that... Yeah. And inevitably, you're then going to be point one away from the transfer that you then wanted to make after that. Yeah. Always the case. All right, then, mate. Well, I've thoroughly enjoyed coming back and talking about Sky. And um, it's great to see that we're both, you know, sitting in the top 1K at least. And um, fingers crossed we can push on for a decent end of the season. Um, we will be back, obviously, to cover off uh, the next game week in a couple of weeks' time. But um, before that, enjoy the international break, folks. And as always, it is a goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Cheers, guys.